Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hello, it's good to be with you. Today we are talking about finding our outdoor personality. And I bring this up today because we often talk about nature as a pathway to the contemplative life. It seems as though connecting to creation is something that humans share across time, across culture. It seems very important to us. And yet, what does one do if you do not consider yourself outdoorsy? I think sometimes that can be like a hindrance for folks. And so I wonder if perhaps we all have an outdoor personality. And I'd like to explore that today on our podcast. And so just an example of what this might pan out, you know, maybe you are someone with a hardcore outdoor personality and for you, the outdoors equal adventure. And so you love being in the elements and you've got all the gear and it doesn't matter. Come wind, come rain. I am here for you. Um, Or perhaps you're the type of person that has an attention to detail and your engagement with the outdoors is bird watching and taking photos of beautiful birds. So I'd love to talk today about our outdoor personality and see what we think. Well, I love that you bring up your outdoor personality uh, and, and the contemplative, I think, is, you know, it's interesting to look at your outdoor personality um, and how it evolves or changes over the years. See, I, I was a very aggressive outdoor person uh, when I was younger. And, you know, I, I retold a story of whenever I was, you know, probably 17 or 18 and in the deep woods of Oklahoma and swimming in a pond with water moccasins and, you know, getting them and, you know, subduing creation and, you know, thinking about my childhood walking around with BB guns and, and it was all about like subjugating my environment, you know, uh, mastery over the wild. And, you know, I grew up hunting deer and, all that stuff. But as I'm you know, thinking about my outdoor personality as I'm older, it, it is more relaxed. And I would, I'd just as soon not go hunting and discover the deer in the woods and have them look at me and me look at them and have some sort of exchange. Like we're connected. We are connected to this time, this space, And I don't necessarily have to subjugate. I don't, you know, I can actually be a part of it. And I think that's something that I've been noticing about my outdoor personality as I get older. It's, it's less about, you know, being, you know, wild and crazy and subjugating. And it's more about how can I become uh, a part of this outdoor experience with creation, with the trees, with the, with the wildlife how can I notice more? Uh, I don't think as a kid, I could tell you the names of the bushes or anything like that. But as I, as I get older, I have more of a curiosity about what kind of tree is that? What kind of plant is that? What kind of flower is that? What kind of bird is that? You know, and I have a desire to know what it is that I'm surrounded by rather than like, I don't care about it. It's just, you know, it's just there for me to subjugate. So Anyway, that's what I think of when I think about outdoor personality. I can understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I think as a, as a young person, I, I don't think I subdued a single thing in, in nature as a child, just to say. But um, 
I definitely did not care about looking at the flowers. My grandparents would take us to these beautiful flower gardens, and I did not care. I wanted to go to Disney World and ride the rides. Um, but I have little ones now who naturally, just to say, will be like, look at that beautiful flower or the beautiful snow. So I do think that there is a certain type of person. But this evolution of self is a big deal. So when we moved, we inherited some birch trees. And I also would not have cared about trees and what, what they did either back in the day. But I have noticed over the last year and a half that this tree serves so much purpose. Like, not just how do I connect, but how is everything connecting to itself and to each other? Like, these birds come in the winter, and there's these little pods that stay after the leaves drop on a birch tree, and the birds eat these things all winter long. Like, this thing... It, it feeds life that sticks around, and there are specific birds that are attracted to that type of a tree. And it's different for the pine tree that's just over there a ways. And so there's this whole ecosystem going on that I kind of inherited, and, and I get to watch it and be a part of it. And I didn't care a lick about bird watching as a child either. And now I'm very interested in this red and that yellow and that blue. And uh, not too long ago, you talked about the black one with the red and yellow wings. And just noticing all of these things that exist and what they're doing has become way more fun than I remember it being when I was younger. And it's interesting that, you know, I'm hearing words like curiosity uh, connectedness, this attention to detail as you are both describing your evolution with your outdoor personality. And I think that there's probably natural ways that we gravitate towards the outdoors. You know, again, if maybe your personality is one with attention to detail, maybe you do like gardening because there's order and there's rhythms and things like that. Um, or maybe, maybe the opposite. Maybe if that's how you are in your day-to-day -day world, you don't want that. And you want a little bit more of the the wild and the, those terrains seem appealing to you. And so I think it's really interesting when we take a moment and, and, you know, I'll often ask people, like, if you had to, you know, pick a vacation spot and it was the mountains or the oceans or what kind of landscape and hearing different people respond to that. And often there's different answers that come. And so kind of going a little bit further, what is it about that particular part of creation that really speaks to you and to really explore that together? It's interesting that you bring up order uh, as a way of connection. And I was companioning with someone uh, who was on uh, a little retreat. And one of the things that they brought up was their love for nature, but it had to be in a certain way. You know, you mentioned gardening and it had to be rows and it had to be, you know, like these lines and symmetry. And they were staying in a place that was not that it was, <laughs> it was, it was prairie, it was wildflowers. And it was a shock to the system. One of the things that was coming up is how do I find beauty in something that is not my ordinary pathway? They did, they found beauty in it and the divine was speaking to them uh, all through their experience. But I, I, I really appreciate you bringing up the differences that we can name, you know, whether it be order, symmetry, or, you know, just wildness. And it is funny, I think, I've, we've picked up gardening and we have friends that garden and I think we do all garden differently. Like we have one friend who it's 
Very, very big on the straight rows, not big on cleanliness. Like all the food just grows down in the dirt and it just comes out how it comes out and it gets picked or it doesn't. <laughs> I, when I garden, it's not quite a straight row because that also reflects my personality. Like things are clean, but getting it perfectly straight is apparently not my interest. So it'll be a little jagged but it'll be clean so when you pick it you could almost eat it right away you won't have to do too much scrubbing so i think there is a little bit of <laughs> your personality goes with you into the experience and so christina you asked like oh what what do you enjoy it there is a contemplative sense like if i'm sitting around a fire and you can just watch fire or near an ocean and you can listen to the waves and watch them go. So there is kind of this rhythmic settling that I enjoy. The same tends to be true of picking the weeds, right? It's rhythmic and you can just settle in. And again, as we're naming, you know, the basic elements, there's wind, earth, fire, and water. And I think at certain times, maybe the water, we do want the, the trickling brook, that there's something serene and calm about the trickling brook. And also at times, maybe we do want the aggressive roar of the ocean waves. And there's something about that part of water in that particular time in our lives that's really meaningful. Um, I think also even introvert, extrovert, you know, I think some people prefer maybe a beach scene that is with other people. And there's something about being in nature with others that is just very comforting. And it hits on a, a bunch of different levels where others might prefer a little bit more solitude with their nature. And so again, I think oftentimes, again, as we're talking about nature as such a key part of connecting with the divine, with God, with ourselves. Sometimes there can be some shame if people really don't like, I don't like bugs or I don't like being hot. And there's almost like this disconnect, like what's wrong with me? I should love nature. I should be like, you know, worshiping the divine when I go outside. And I, I don't want to do that. I want to sit inside and not be outside and uncomfortable. And to name that that's okay. Maybe there's other ways in which you can engage with, with these different elements in creation inside the comfort of your own home or different seasons of the year or whatnot. And so I think I wanted to sort of broaden that our personalities are our personalities and it doesn't have to be one way to connect with God through creation. It's helpful you say that. Uh, just yesterday I was doing a prayer time, but in the car and it's humid. And so I was feeling this stifled, closed in. And I, I do this same prayer meeting in the car all the time. And I'm not, like often the sun is shining and it can feel a little bit like, ah, oh, yes, right before I pick up the kids, I get this, you know, meaningful, calm space. But I felt kind of boxed in and it was very much this humidity, uh, which I do think goes down to personality. I often joke with people, but like, Somehow I got through four kids and I never adopted the top knot messy hair. I've always found a way to get it straight and like get things to a, a way of being just so, right? <laughs> because it helps me breathe though, right? It calms me and I actually think in those times. So they're useful times to me. And so fighting your personality won't always get you somewhere. <laughs> I appreciate what both of you guys are bringing up. I think the sense that you know, that we're trying to invoke is curiosity. Um, you know, we're talking about the outdoors and uh, we're trying to invite wonder and curiosity into, uh, into anyone's life. And, you know, saying that there might be a different pathway, you know, you might enjoy driving your car and taking in the, the landscape, the outdoors through your vehicle 
or you, because you don't like the heat. I think there, there are many ways to experience um, the outdoors. And uh, yeah, definitely don't want anyone to experience the shame for their, uh, their personality. Unless it's you, of course, Christina Kay. Uh, <laughs> you know, you will, you will love nature one day in yes. all of its all of its glory. You will you will take excursions into the deep woods one day. I know it. Evolution, man, evolution. And I think also as we're sort of naming our natural personality bent, I think, you know, again, we're always wanting to learn and grow. And so sometimes there is opportunity to experience nature from a different viewpoint. And so, you know, even the the photography thing that I mentioned, like going somewhere with your camera and engaging nature with photography is much different than maybe you know, sitting and journaling in nature or walking in nature or, you know, taking a kayak down the, the, the lake as opposed to just taking in the scenes of the lake. And so I think even in that, maybe to notice what are aspects of creation that I really love and how can I deepen my awareness? How can I deepen that connection? How can I deepen that curiosity? And I think sometimes even I saw something and then I want to research, oh, what is it about this bush that there's something beautiful about that bush? What is the bush called? And so then maybe I'm going to research that because that's my personality and I love researching. And then the next time I see that bush, I'm going to feel like a little bit more knowledgeable about that bush. And so all to say, let's celebrate all the different personalities that we bring to nature and creation. There is not a one size fits all. And hopefully we can find some freedom as the weather, at least in the Northern hemisphere is changing to beautiful spring and summer that we can engage in our outdoor personalities. Well, thanks for a fun conversation. This is the part of our podcast where we talk about what we are into this week. What are we into, folks? Well, you know, it's it's funny. We talk about being outdoors, but we had just planted our garden, um, and something got on my legs that I was allergic to. <laughs> so, um, I ended up like getting out the hydrocortisone and the best lotion ever. So quite honestly, I'm into hydrocortisone and really good lotion, which relieved the itching on my legs. And just a funny side note, it turns out that a children's dose of Benadryl will put me right to sleep. So I apparently am also sensitive to Benadryl. <laughs> nice. I got poison ivy six times one summer. <laughs> well, I am not into itching. I am into uh, speaking very slowly and enunciating. We have a student, exchange student from Japan who has only had three months of English. And so we are hosting him and we have to do some communication. And so I am speaking very slowly and enunciating my words because, you know, we can tend to talk really fast at our house and slur our words together. And even sometimes my Southern draw comes out and I can blend words. So I'm into speaking really slowly as a way of being hospitable to our exchange students. Yes, that in Google Translate. Very grateful for Google Translate. Oh, you who created that. Well, I am into berries and specifically strawberry shortcake. So we had our first strawberry shortcake of the season last night and it delights me. I love the fresh berries. We make the homemade cream and the delightful little shortcake biscuits and I don't know, this time of year, I love all berries, you know, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, all the berries. I love them. It just makes me think summer fun, yummies. So I am very much into berries. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you enjoyed listening to the podcast, we invite you to drop us a line, maybe tell us where you're listening from, or we would love to hear from you what topics, what questions are coming to mind so that we can address them on the podcast. Feel free to reach out at info at the contemplative life.net. Until next time, make it a great week. Thanks for joining.